The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Well, Canes fans, the time has come. It's the fifth game, the the fifth series in this retrospective installment, and you know what that means. It is time to talk Georgia Tech. So let's let's set the scene here a little bit. This this game, uh, the Canes coming in four and zero. Hosting Georgia Tech, who had lost to Bowling Green in the previous week. So this one felt like, for sure, you know, um, a game that they, they would they would win. Favored by a lot. It was <laughs> it was a game that, yeah, you're thinking, all right, we're going to get through this, get to North Carolina next week. That's a big road game. Really cement themselves as one of, if not the favorite in the ACC, and... Obviously, that didn't happen here, but I think it's, you know, the whole point of the series is to unpack, you know, what happened on a game-by-game basis and, and provide the context. And, um, you know, coming into this game, um, Georgia Tech was at a low. They had lost to Bowling Green. They were not necessarily playing their best football. They made a change at defensive coordinator, which which did work, by the way. They were much better defensively the rest of the year. Um but it's also worth noting that, you know, the Canes were coming off a bye week. They'd had the big win over AM, but they hadn't really played live football against a team resembling an opponent in almost a month. Because, you know, you open Miami of Ohio, which um, ended up winning the MAC, and the Canes played really well in that game to dominate. They're actually a, a good team. And then you play AM, who's obviously a, a major conference team. And then it's two cupcakes and a bye week. So. That I do feel impacted a little bit the sharpness here, um, and obviously every inch counted in the end. Um, but let, let's unpack this a little bit. So, you know, I think the narrative coming out of this game, we all know what happened at the end, but, you know, backing up from the how could you possibly not kneel the ball, um, it... The narrative um, was that, you know, TVD's turnovers kill, kill this team. And to a large extent, that is true. I would say, you know, in terms of order of operations of, of why the Canes lost this game, number number one is obviously didn't kneel the ball. Number two is probably TVD's turnovers and slash the defense just completely folding at the end. Um and um, we're going to unpack that when we get to the end sequence, which I'm sure is where we're going to spend a lot of time. But certainly, um, you know, the turnovers and really the nature of them, this is, this is uh, you know, a sign of things to come. But the nature of these turnovers is were, were, were brutal. Um, you know, looking at the first half, obviously end up 3 nothing Canes at the halftime, but at half. But the, 
the first the first possession and and again I think it's worth noting <laughs> the Canes took the ball and immediately um, drove the ball down. Um, and then, you know, it, 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 um, they drove the ball down and then they ended up in a short yardage situation and, 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 you know, some of the play calling there, there was a weird, like, option play followed by a, a swing out into the flat and one of the kind of the, the, uh, on fourth down, which got stuffed. So the Canes did not get points out of this. Despite driving the ball down down to the GT forty, and and putting together a solid drive, and, and the reason for that is, you know, this is this is something that played this entire game just would not stick with the run game, um, when it was picking up four to five yards of carry, got impatient, and in this case they had a little trick play on on short yardage, and um, it didn't work, and then they went for and fourth down and threw another pass and it didn't work, but the defense was playing really well, you know, and and then. Um, the Canes get the ball back. It's another drive where um, where they once again just forcing the pass. When Georgia Tech was playing the pass, TVD was not playing well, and just the forcing of the pass. You know, another another theme here. I mean, this next drive, Cheney for six, Cheney for twelve, Cheney for five. Um, then there's a a completion for one completion for first down. Then Burchard for four, and then throw throw punt and. You know, you got. <laughs> I, I get you're trying to be balanced here, but you know the running game was really working at that point. It's it's hard to understand how Cheney doesn't get another carry on this drive. Um, but again, drove into Georgia Tech territory and again didn't score. Again, we're looking at themes here. Defense held up again. Um, offense gets the ball back. They get another first down here. Get to midfield. Punt again. Um, after uh, after Cheney ran for. F- 14 yards on two plays to get a first jump. Henry Parrish can, comes in, um, gets a four-yard run, pass, pass, punt. I, I just, I, looking back at this game, I remember this at the time. It's even worse, though, than I thought in terms of just not, we could have run on every play and really taken control of this game. Georgia Tech finally does put something of a drive together, um, but but throws an interception. Um, it was on third and long anyway. They were going to punt because they were just across midfield, but um, the Interception ends the drive. Canes take over, and this is the this is the first time, uh, first of uh, the egregious plays by TBD. Because again, once again, the Canes this time they did stick with the running game for the most part. Five runs in a row um, to start the drive between Cheney and AJ Allen, and the Canes are at first down on Georgia Tech's forty three. So this is this is again Georgia Tech was betting that the Canes would not have the patience to stick with the running game, and and they didn't. They didn't in this game. But um, TBD did hit a big throw to Jacoby down to the 18 right after that. And then um, this is where um, they uh, they make a holding penalty, the Canes do, and that ends up forcing them into third and 13. And you're in field goal range. And this is about protecting the football. And this is one of the worst throws TBD will make this year, which is just... Everything's covered, and and you gotta just eat the ball, or maybe scramble for a few yards to make the field goal easier, secure the points. It's a zero-zero game in the second quarter at this point. Instead, he throws it up to X into like double or triple coverage, gets intercepted in the end zone. Really not a play that needed to be made. So again, this is now the third. Every single drive the Canes have had actually at this point um, has gone into Georgia Tech territory. It's four drives, and they have not scored. 
get the ball back again for the fifth drive of the half. And this time TBD does complete a bunch of passes, moves the team into to field goal range, and um, with the half running out, the Canes have to settle for a uh, for a field goal from the 12-yard line, um, which Borgalis makes. And uh, three nothing at the half. Now the Canes have driven the ball five times and have not – and then we got the three points out of it. Um, starting the second half, we get – um, the Canes drive to their own 49, so technically not into J- Georgia Tech territory, um, and have to uh, punt the ball. And they punt the ball, they get a three and out, and then here comes the the touchdown. Um, they get the ball back in midfield, so at least they benefit from the drive. And this is a a um, Don Chaney-led drive. TVD does complete some big passes as well, including the 22-yard touchdown. Um, so the Canes are now up 10 to nothing and, you know, now you're feeling good, right? Cause you finally, you finally paid off to take the lead here and it's feeling, it's feeling like, all right, got a full hole, got two score lead. The defense is not given anything up all game. And again, I've talked about this in some of the earlier episodes. One of the themes of this season is the defense was so good, except, you know, critical points where they could have won games for us. They did not get the job done. This is a great example of that because this is a situation where um, (laughs) where they immediately give up an 8-play 75-yard touchdown drive after having given up basically nothing the entire game. Um, And and this starts with a big 3rd and 6 conversion. Give up a 34-yard play there. Um, There was a a weak, very weak roughing the passer call that, that Georgia Tech benefited from. Um, but they they marched right down, and even I would say the biggest kind of the biggest play was other than the the roughing the passer and the thirty four plays. It was third and goal at the one. Georgia Tech false start, so now you're thinking you're gonna hold them to a field goal. Haynes King runs into the end zone. They uh they make the extra point, and we've got ourselves a a one possession game. But you're thinking, all right, the offense just scored. They're gonna get back, and again, TVD just a horrible interception. After one one completion, um, that didn't really gain anything. He forces it into coverage. It gets picked, returned to the twenty five yard line, and now Georgia Tech's cooking because now they're at the very least going to tie it. They of course go into the end zone with a little resistance from there, and all of a sudden it's fourteen to ten. The speed which which that happened. I mean, from Georgia Tech false starting. Well, just in raw game time, it was it was a little bit over five minutes of game time. Um, for Georgia Tech being down ten to nothing to up fourteen to ten, keeping in mind this ended up being a twenty three twenty game. That sequence of losing fourteen points in that short span was obviously where the game was lost. Other than the end sequence, which is its own thing, but the speed with which this happens is Georgia Tech scores with three nineteen left in the third. Um, TVD's interceptions with two forty seven left. Georgia Tech is in the end zone again one oh nine. So. Just in that two minutes of game time span, it goes from ten nothing Canes to fourteen to ten um, Georgia Tech, and then you're chasing the game. And then TBD did did you know we did drive the ball down, hit a big throw to X driving, and then once again just third and long, he's forcing it into coverage um, when it's not there, and you're in field goal range, and it's it's getting it gets intercepted. And run heavily into Kane's territory, and and we're and so 
Georgia Tech gets the ball at the Miami 20 after this because of the, uh, because of the, um, because of the interception run back. Fortunately, did not score a touchdown. Um, and the Canes defense stiffened, does a great job, gets off the field, and it's 17 to 10 now, Georgia Tech. Um, and we're well into the fourth quarter now. But now here come, here come the Canes because, uh, you know, they put together a drive and it was, it was the big throw, 57 yard was a full t- touchdown and then uh called back down at the three it should have been the one but whatever Parrish finished it from there so that one one play kind of and the canes are right back there five plays 75 yards in two minutes but 57 on the big bomb over the top um on a by tbd hit hit colby young in stride it was a his best throw of the game and you're sitting there tied at 17 then and, and this kind of got lost in the shuffle of the end sequence Georgia Tech throws an interception, um, and the Canes take over in deep in Georgia Tech territory. In a similar situation earlier in the game, Georgia Tech punches this in. Um, it was exactly the same situation. You know, the, the, they had scored a touchdown. The defense was a little on their heels. TBD immediately throws an interception. They go in again. This is the opposite of that. Canes have scored a touchdown. Georgia Tech's defense is on their heels. Um, and then the Canes... Um, immediately get an interception, so you'd like to see them return the favor and punch this into the end zone. Instead, um, Parrish runs twice, gets two yards, TBD is sacked. They actually lose yardage on this drive. Fortunately, they were deep in Georgia Tech territory. It's a chip shot field goal, which Borgalis makes, which should have provided the winning margin. Now, I think it's worth noting just how good the Canes' end sequence was until the fumble, because they immediately, the defense comes out, shuts it down, three and out. Um, the Canes take over in their 22. They embark on a 10-play drive. They're eating the clock out. They're forcing Georgia Tech to use all their timeouts. It's Cheney for three, Cheney for four, TBD scrambling for five, Cheney for five. Um, and then um, an offsides on uh, a face mask on Georgia Tech certainly helped there. Then Cheney for five, Cheney for four, Cheney for four. And at this point, the Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Game is over. <laughs> There's 157 left. It's first down. Georgia Tech cannot... There's 122 left when the cause Georgia Tech saved their one timeout. So if Georgia Tech had used the timeout there, there would have been 157 left. Three plays you can run. 40 times three is 120 seconds, which is two minutes. So anything under two minutes, the game is over. That's the situation. The Canes snapped the ball. Um... And hand it to Cheney, even though they could have kneeled it. Timeout was taken. Now, at this point, 118 left. Now, at 118 left, again, there's two full play clocks because it's second down. So you get the second down, after second down play clock, and the after third down play clock. That is two times 40 seconds, 80 seconds. That is a minute 20. There's a minute 17 on the clock, so yes, you can kneel it. Cheney runs for two yards. The clock is winding now. It's under 40 seconds. Again, one play clock is 40 seconds. The Canes still have a full play clock. Cheney runs. 
And then we know what happened from there. He fumbled in air quotes because he didn't actually fumble. Um, and he got, you know, then even after the review, they somehow gave Georgia Tech the ball. He was lying flat. On the this is not even close, by the way. Um, and it's pretty abhorrent that, you know, yeah, it's the Canes' fault for putting themselves in that situation, but it's just abhorrent that, you know, that, that the official, that they, they cheated. They wanted to punish Miami for the, the temerity of, of um, not kneeling the ball, and they did. And I don't know if they knew or thought that, that Georgia Tech would actually go down and score, but they were like, oh, let's give them a chance. Let's go for the drama. Um, this does feel like a call that, you know, had, had influence to it and not actually judging what happened on the field because Cheney's lying flat on the ground. I mean, this is not even close. And there's a rip action to pull the ball out after he's flat on the ground. Now, why the Canes were running, I have no idea. But keep in mind, there's 25 seconds left, and Georgia Tech is on their own 26. they got to go 74 yards. The Canes' defense has been brilliant. There is no, no way you should lose this game. They shouldn't score. And first down's an incompletion, so that was 21 seconds left. And then, you know, they throw the ball, juggling catch is made, um, and they have to spike it. There's 10 seconds left. There's, they're on the 44. Now, a field goal can tie, but they probably need at least 15 yards for a field goal. And, of course, the Canes get beat over the top for the touchdown, and the game is over. Um, the Georgia Tech does, does go for two. Um, I think they just nailed it, actually, for calling the play-by-places play they went for two. Um, the Canes obviously get the ball back with two seconds and and try that weird flippy thing where they end up fumbling for the fifth turnover, but that doesn't really matter. Um, and obviously that end sequence you lose. And this is another just, look, we should nail the ball 100%. This loss is on Mario. Number two, he didn't actually fumble. Um, so, you know, that's problematic. But also... Shouldn't have been fighting for those extra yards, right? I mean, he didn't fumble, though, so it's hard to really blame someone for being flat on the ground and getting the ball ripped out and them calling it a fumble. Um, but number three, defense. There's twice in this game where they just had to do basic stuff and the game is over when they're up 10 nothing and here and just didn't do it. Um, you know, you can't give up 74 yards in 20 seconds like that. That's, it was... It was completely unacceptable from the defense. They'd switched off. I'm sure they thought the game was over, as everyone did. Um, but you can't, like, if they they play any semblance of defense and don't just completely roll over on this, we're not having any of these conversations. We're talking about how we got away with it and all this stuff, right? So, you know, the defense is not blameless, despite being brilliant in this game. This was a, a collective effort to blow this game. Um, TBD kind of kept the game in the one score range with a lot of mistakes. Um, and then, uh, the, the coaches lost the game followed by the defense. And then Cheney, I'll put third <laughs> on the blame for that end sequence. Cause he was actually down, but really should have had two hands on the ball and really been protecting it. Um, and not just kind of swinging it around and one even though he was down. So it turns the end sequence, but Mario, you know, he's number one, and then the list starts at 20 after that. Like, I just, there's no excuse for any of this. Now, um, to kind of wrap this up, though, I mean, if you look at this game, this is a game that by the end of the year, Georgia Tech finished 5-3 and three in conference ahead of the Can- Canes. They end up 6-6. Six and six. They gave Georgia a tough game at the end of the year. The Canes obviously end up 7-5, and 3-5 and five in conference, but the Canes 
as bad as the offense was, outgained Georgia Tech by 203 yards. Um, TBD did throw for 288 yards. Um, he threw the three interceptions, obviously, which were brutal, and, and ultimately why the game was close at the end. Um, the Canes' running game just it felt like they should have run more, even though they, they were heavily they were run heavy in this game, just based on the way Georgia Tech was playing. Um, the turnovers, look, it's technically five. It's really four, because I don't think anyone really counts that lateraling at the end, but four turnovers to Georgia Tech's two. You know, dominate time possession, dominate yards, dominate everything, but you can't give up that play at the end. And I think it's worth noting the defense, you know, Georgia Tech had 250 yards, 75 were on that last end sequence. They were putting on a master class until that sequence. And it's it's one of those things where You know, it's it's hard to fault them, but you can't give up seventy five yards. I mean, you can't give up that percentage of the yardage on on two plays, and it's it's just. I mean, I, it's I'm, I'm a little speechless even months on at this point. But it was obviously a a, a kick in the gut. Um, dropped the Canes to four and one, and whatever the way the season ended. You know, it's always going to be one extra loss that shouldn't be there. And um, you just have to hope that, you know, Mario learns from this, that we're better about managing the clock in the future. Um, and because ultimately, the difference between good teams and, 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 and great teams, I think the Canes were a good team this year, but they obviously weren't great, is, you know, you, you play your poor games, you make your mistakes, but you overcome them. And the Canes had done that here, and the coach let them down. Um and again, by end of the season, if you told me you're playing Georgia Tech and you outgained them by 200 yards and and dominate the time of possession and kind of control the game, that's a great performance because Georgia Tech, you know, really uses this as a springboard. Um, but yeah, in the moment, it was like just blew it to one of the worst teams in the ACC. It turns out they were not even close to the one of the worst teams in the ACC. But you know, at the time, and then heading to North Carolina for the next game did not feel like a good proposition but this just felt absolutely like a team that just blown blown everything um you know blown the season blown not just the game but the season as a whole um spirits were low um and it and it was going to be a test of the team's character um to see how they came out the next week and like what the attitude was um but that'll be coming up next in part six of this retrospective obviously this is probably the most famous game for the season Certainly the most gut-wrenching, um, but there's more trials and tribulations and overtime wins to come, so it, it was one hell of a season. We're almost halfway through it now. It's 4-1 four, four and one Canes, 0-1 oh in conference, head to North Carolina. Any hope of really playing for the ACC championship, which again was what we thought was still possible at this point because we thought, you know, this is a game obviously that should have been won and that Georgia Tech... You know, was not going to be in it to the end, but it turns out they finished ahead of the games in the conference, so we were just wrong. But you know, at the time, you're thinking, if we can just get that North Carolina game, we're right back in this thing. Um, but that's coming up in the next episode, so stay tuned for that for episode six of of the Canes season retrospective. <laughs>